Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. If you're a waiter or a waitress and somebody says, what do you suggest? And you give them a suggestion and then they go, yeah. Like, does that actually make you angry? That's coming up later in the podcast. Here we go. Can you help me? I think it's always tough this time of the year when you send the kids over to dad's place or you're not around them. Like my sister, I know she's got to send uh, my niece Callie to, to dad's place for, I think, Thanksgiving. So they're not going to be together. And I can yeah. tell how it breaks her heart. But, you know, it, it's it's part of the deal for a lot of families that are split. I think any custody situation would be extremely hard like I I need my child to like function every single day I don't know how I would be as a human if I didn't have them but some people a lot of people don't have that choice but what if you don't know like what you're sending them into wouldn't you feel like it's a lion's den well I mean there's so many variables like uh you know what's the environment like over at that place you know and I think that's why we wanted to get Missy on the show because she's kind of going through it can you explain what's happening here and, and why you wanted to come on the show ex's relative let me know that he's, you know, kind of in a pinch. Okay. So he sold our kids stuff, you know, like bikes, video games, stuff like that to make rent. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And this is a pickle. It's Do I let them go to his house and see that all their stuff is gone? Like I can't, as a mother, I really can't yeah. in good faith let them go to his house and just be saddened that all their stuff is gone. So like, I wouldn't. I would. I would say, listen, you're in a spot whoa, right now. Whoa, whoa. You may be a great. Is he a good dad? Is he okay? Yeah, he's normally okay, but you can't stop your kids from seeing this guy because he is just struggling with cash a little I'm bit. I'm looking this at is- it like it's going to help him out. Like they're not going to have this direct correlation between my dad just sold all of my stuff. Like she's saving them from thinking bad things about their dad. Well, that's for him to explain to them, not her. I listen. I'm glad that you called and everything, but this is no. None of your business. These are her kids. I think they're, it's all of her business and they should have the same creature comforts when they go over there. They probably expect it. Uh, we, we're going to ride mm-hmm. our bikes that are at dad's. We're going to play some video games. We're going to play with these toys because they're all at dad's. Those are not necessities. As, as long as he's giving them food, clothes, and a roof, that's what she should care about. Not whether or not they have bikes over there or video games. Oh, this is okay. So, well, obviously we're not going to see the same way on this. Um, what I want to do is we'll put you on hold for a second. We'll see what people mm-hmm. think. And, um, and then you can just kind of hear everything like that through hold. Okay. Okay. Hi, Andrew. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, man. Uh, what were you thinking when you heard this? Well, I think if the relationship with the kids is the important thing, then you got to put them at the center of it. Mm-hmm. And if mom knows dad's struggling, Maybe that's an opportunity to really solidify that co-parenting relationship yeah. and volunteer those things that you think are important to the kids to go with them from your house to dad's house. Oh. That's a great idea. I like think Taking the time away is, is a terrible idea. Are you co-parenting with anyone? No. What no. are you offering him? I'm a, I'm a custody evaluator. Okay. Well, so this is right up your alley, huh? Day in, day out. What is, are are there bits of advice that you offer people? Like I always say the Dr. Phil quote, love your kids more than you hate your ex. Like always try to make things smooth because hopefully in turn they, they do the same. And I always say the Dr. Phil quote, catch me outside. How about that? Yeah. He didn't say that. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. I mean, you got to put the kids at the, at the forefront of it and put your own stuff aside for yep. a minute. And if she knows that dad's struggling, I really think it's an opportunity to, one, show your kids what kind of empathy you have for other people and really mm-hmm. show them that relationship matters. Yeah, gotcha. especially to their dad. I mean, if he's a great dad, I don't think you should ever penalize a parent if they're a great parent and they just don't have it going on. Help them as much as possible. Thanks for making the playoff part of your morning. It's Cat and JJ. So to recap our OPP real quick, we talked to Missy, and I've got her on hold, so she's going to hear everything you say. But she's basically kind of hesitating and balking at sending her kids to their dad's place over the holidays because he's had some financial troubles, and he sold off a lot of their stuff, like uh, video games and bikes and stuff like that. And she's like, I don't know if I need or want to send my kids over there. When you go to another parent's house, there are certain things that you probably look forward to, creature comforts. And when you go there and they're not there anymore and you're like, what, what is going on? I am look, I look at it as if I'm not with Derek and Liam has a bunch of cool stuff over there and he had to sell everything. And Liam's going to go over there and just like have this feeling about his dad. I would not want that. But isn't that for say, Derek to tell him about? Maybe they should, maybe they're young and they shouldn't know about, no kid should know about their parents financial situation i think that is the most irresponsible move by a parent that adds so much stress imagine how stressed you are and then have a kid have that stress on their little shoulders that is not right i'm of the opinion that this is none of your business as the mom but i want to get your thoughts on this real quick how's jenny doing good how are you really good thanks for asking what would you what would you do here if you're my you know you're the mom and you're supposed to be sending your kids over there and you realize most of the stuff has been sold off just so they can make rent how do you handle it well, JJ, I side with you on this one. It's oh, really is that pain you so much to agree with me? My God. Yes, yeah, she signs this happens with, every signs day. with me often. All right, so what? why do you side with him? Um, well, because I don't think it's right to keep your dad, keep the father from seeing the kid because of any financial issues. And if making sure your kid has video games to play, I think that's that's the wrong idea to have it's about seeing him not playing video games at your dad's right but kids don't look at it like that if they have a really cool gaming console at their dad's and that's what they do when they go over there and they bond that way and spend time and ride bikes and all that stuff is gone imagine as a kid all your stuff is gone this is not me saying keep the kids from their dad because you're upset that he sold everything i would just feel bad about the spot my ex is in and i would want him to look great feel bad you can but i would talk to him first and ask him how what he thinks about it maybe he has other things planned for them she doesn't know legally she can't I mean, keep I, him I just, I just think i just think that it's a good teaching moment for the kids to be like oh okay lost. Yeah. you can still have fun mm-hmm. you can still enjoy the holidays uh and believe me i'm came from, I have two different dads that I'm not with anymore, and they didn't have the same things that their dads that they had at my place, and it was never, you can't go over there. It was always, you want them? Yeah. Go ahead and have them, because I have them all the time, you know? Gotcha. I, I would never say that you should keep him away, like, emotionally or anything. like that. I, I believe that bond is very important, but I guarantee if you ask your kids when they grow up a little bit, They're going to remember mom had a lot and dad was broke as a joke. Jenny, grateful for your thoughts. I got to move on. I want to get Steve on the, uh, in the air real quick. Steve thoughts on this, man. Uh, I just think that you can't persecute a person because of their worldview. I mean, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, like the most traumatic thing I can think of is not having your parents. So if a kid 
taken from their dad. That's going to be a lot more traumatic right. than not seeing a bike or a toy. That's so awesome, I think man. that's something for them to learn as they as they get older themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And I would never want a kid to know why he's not going over there. You know, it's like it doesn't work for your dad. He's got to work this weekend. I would never say you're not going over there because he doesn't have stuff. All I think is you should lie to your kids to make sure that their world is a whole lot better than it is. I don't know if I agree with that. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate it. Misty, first thoughts on this when you heard it? Um, I agree with Kat that it's none of your business. Mm. But I also agree with JJ where, like, uh, materialistic things are not that important. Right. It's, it's the time you're spending together, right? I agree. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Hey, Don't you think thoughts. you should at least ask him like, hey, this is the spot you're in. Do you want your kids to feel this way or do you want me to help you out? If you win the trip, who goes with you? My husband. All right. You guys been to Mexico together? We have. Do you travel the same? Like Derek and I, we have similar expectations of what we want, but I like to nap. I'm a napper on vacation. That is the biggest waste of freaking time. And I've that's ever fine. Heard that's why you life. and I are married. That's why we, you and I don't consciously travel together. I'm a napper too on vacation. Uh, and the my hell is your problem? <laughs> Listen, we'll take Be turns. Tired. You nap on a beach chair and I'll load you down with the SPF. I'll pass out. You load me down with the SPF. You guys can sleep the rest of your lives. When we go to Mexico, it should be a party vibe. It's, you know I what? I do party. We I party. have the best, the best, like, weighted situation i party and then i nap and i party and i go to the spa and then i party and i eat it's people like you shana and cat like you that hold us back from being a a squad of 10 on a level of one to 10 we're always like an eight or a nine because there's some just dead weight and it's you nappers whatever drive me crazy all right shana well i still want you to win so today racing for your enjoyment are three of our favorite reindeer prancer dancer and vixen if you can correctly predict who's going to win today's reindeer race, well, then you activate your name to get on the party plane to paradise. Who do you want to go with? I'm going to go with Prancer. 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 Okay. Fingers crossed for Prancer. Shayna, the race is about to begin. Good luck. It's Reindeer Races with no Another reindeer race on KCLD. Who do you think will win this race? Will it be Prancer or Dancer or Vixen? And they're off. Oh, it's a quick stop for Vixen. Way out ahead. Followed by Dancer and Prancer. They're not too far behind, though. They're making up ground right now. Dancer has now moved out in front. Followed by Vixen and Prancer in a close second. As they approach the third post, they are all very tightly put together. Prancer. Bunched up. And oh, my God, at the very end, it's Vixen. Vixen is the winner. Cat had a burp in here <laughs> about seven minutes ago as we were preparing the show. That jarred me. It- Anytime I drink sparkling water, I can't I can't be dainty about it. It was like <laughs> if you've ever done a keg stand and you get up and everything settles and then all of a sudden you get that big air bubble that moves up. It's yeah. you sounded like a two hundred eighty pound frat guy. It's like uh, Insidious, it the was- scary movie when. They extract the demon from that girl in the living room. It wasn't normal. It wasn't ladylike. I have never claimed to be when I drink sparkling water. Boy, that was something else that jarred me. I was still a little shook. I was uh, 
I don't usually feel like violence is part of my job, but I was scared there for a minute. Good. So Good. Other than that, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine. The stretching, oh, the stretching feels so good. I've been sleeping like a fetus. I don't know why. Like, oh. I'm all balled up. My body just like, I don't know, rolls up into a ball when I'm not, when I'm in REM state. And then I go to stand up and I can't. So these stretches feel really good. That's that's what I got going that's on. That's what in you my got life. for today. Good for you. <laughs> uh, this is it was so crazy. I got to Sunday and my son had his confirmation and I was I was standing there and our family was just kind of leaving and like my body hurt so bad and I had like been trying to pound out like ten to twelve workouts a week. Yeah. Uh, and I went, you know what? I'm going to completely take a day or a week off. And so my goal is to not do a morning or afternoon workout at Same. all. And. Uh, After one day, like, all the inflammation has gone out of my body. Oh, wow. Like, it's really, really crazy. You don't realize how, how, like, how far you can kind of push yourself. Yeah. I feel just loose and nothing really hurts right now. And I was like, well, I realized when I was on my way into work this morning and I was like, I feel just like, like nothing hurts. I wasn't readjusting myself in my seat. My hips didn't hurt. My neck didn't hurt. My shoulders didn't hurt. You should sign up for a lymphatic massage. I'm getting one next week. I'm so excited. That's where they just move all of your lymph nodes like it can prevent like it uh, swelling any joint issues like you have a lot of swelling in your face and in your head <laughs> so it can really help out with that no but good it feels start. so good it feels so good you, you can like literally feel things moving inside your body and they use like this big cup and they just push it up oh yeah yeah so AAA now says this will be the busiest travel thanksgiving since the new millennium yeah I think they were more so talking about um, airline travel. 29.9 million people are going to be flying over that 10-day period. With the amount of delays and cancellations even before this weekend, and uh, our friend Jay, he and his family are are bouncing off for Thanksgiving, and they're doing like a family trip. Oh, nice. (sighs) I would think it would be the biggest holiday killer Mm -hmm. to be stuck at the airport. I mean, it's a plane, trains, and automobile situation popping up. Yeah. Ideally, we will not ever travel for the holidays. I don't like to be without my family, you know, like I like the the group together. So they my commuting will be bedroom, preheat, bedroom, kitchen. So it's uh, Sunday and or to, uh, check that Tuesday and Wednesday will be the worst. And then Sunday will be like the third worst. Mm-hmm. So if you're traveling on Thanksgiving or Black Friday, maybe not so bad. But Wednesday, my kids, uh, they were home this last weekend, and all they could talk about was going out on Wednesday to party with their friends. I'm going back home. I'm doing the same. A bunch of us are going to get together. The ones that, like, I really globbed onto for my 20-year reunion, um, we were like, let's make it happen. And, like, a ton of people are going to be downtown Anoka, so I'm like, let's. You know what they were calling it, oh. though? Blacked out oh, Wednesday. Yeah. I know. They've I've always never heard, that. I've never heard that They've phrase They've always before. called it that. Blacked out Wednesday and then like Thanksgiving is horrible because you're all hungover and. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Oh my God. I'm going to stumble to my sister's house, get up early. That's why I'm going to get everything prepared the night before. Run home, preheat the oven, put everything in, take a shower, barf, and then rally. So we had talked about that woman had some audio from a relatable mom going viral with her epic rant about why she just can't be on time bringing her kids to school. Are you late for anything? I have. I am not late for anything. I'm actually sometimes too early for Same. stuff. Um, we were too early for church, I think, this past weekend. 
had a lot of downtime. I'm like, we could probably leave a little bit later. But then, like, Liam has that in me where he just gets uh, his heart goes a little bit faster. If I'm if I'm going to be late, I, I am a panicked man. I'd rather be in the parking lot somewhere checking my socials or online shopping or something waiting to go in than to even feel like I'm going to be a little late. So I can't quite relate to Daisy who had texted in. And I'd love to pick her brain about what's going on. Yeah, what's going on here? I, I have, you know, I have calendars. I have, uh, you know, I have an Apple Watch. I put things in, but it's like everybody just piles on constantly. I mean, my parents, okay, you, you could set a clock by my parents, and I think that is unnatural. And they have this ongoing <laughs> joke that I can't possibly be their child yeah. because I'm constantly late. But I feel like... Every, there's so much in life now. There's so much that I have to deal with that they never had to deal with. Yeah, like but what? like what? I, like I need what? to know where the disconnect is because I have too many friends that are time bandits and that are late for lunches. And I just, I can't seem to find it in me to understand. So you got to break it down. Okay. I, I work as a consultant, I kind of work from home a lot. And when you do that, it's like there's never a break. Everything is always all the time. Okay. But, you know, I have calls. I have, you know, I have to take care of the pets. I have <laughs> so many more responsibilities that my parents never even thought of. I still have that disconnect. I can't quite understand. But, like, what's the problem here? They're just razzing you and now your husband's in on it or what? My husband says it bothers him that I am not on time. I mean, last year I was on time for an anniversary (laughs) dinner and nobody congratulated me. Nobody said good (laughs) job. Girl, girl. Nobody like they, they always focus on the negative. They're always like, oh, you're but you're always running late. You're always doing this. It's like, well, my. My life is demanding. Yeah. I can't I can't help that. There's a quick fix to this and that is to be on time. That's all you have to do is just be on time. Set your watch 15 minutes what early and then you'll be on time. It is not easy. I have a watch. I uh-huh. do set it 10 minutes early, but things always come up. Yeah. Traffic is bad okay. now. Okay. All right. All right. I'm grateful for your phone call. I can't listen to much more of this. I can't. I, thank you so much. Here's the deal. I can guarantee your friend Daisy here has never lost out on an amazing opportunity because she was late. Right. Uh, Tom texted, can't stand people that think they're busier than everyone else. I, I do want to drive that home to people that are always running late is that that's what you're projecting, that your time is more valuable than the people that are waiting for you. The people that know lunch is at noon and then they trickle in at about 1215. Like now, now I only have 45 minutes to eat and visit. And I don't know. It just bothers me. If you're a five-star general and you're overseeing our overseas efforts in another country to maintain peace, I get that you might be late for a meeting. Maybe you're the president. You got a lot going on. You might be late for a meeting. But if you're a regular schmuck like the rest of us, get your act together and show up on time. If you have ever lost out on an amazing opportunity, I was trying out for a baseball team once when I was 16 and I showed up to that tryout five minutes late. It was an hour away, <gasps> and I got cut 
I didn't even get to try out. Oh, my God. It was completely closed to all players. Do you think that's what the catalyst was? And now you've Guaranteed. forever led Plus, an on-time life? My old man, he hit me so hard after that with the, if you're on time, you're late. If you're 15 minutes early, you're on time. And if you're five minutes late, don't bother showing up. Yeah. That was the rule at our house. Tara texted, I have the same issue. People always get on my case for being late. Why can't people just have patience? <laughs> Are Tara, you, you should not have texted that. Yeah, please. That's crazy. Listen, just get it together. That is, it, it's as simple as saying get it together. If it's a priority and it's important in your life, pull your poop in a group and get it together. Get there on time. There was, and I shouldn't say this because he was my best friend in high school, but his family, they were all farmers. Yeah. They would show up at least 15 minutes late to church every single Sunday. They had this big family and they always got the front row in our church. And it was like clockwork that they would be there. If church was at eight o'clock, 815 They'd show up. If it was 1030 church and they were going, 1045. Did they look like they had a crazy morning, like hair tousled? You could tell that they were probably doing chores Mm -hmm. and that they were and that they had to clean up. And it was the choice between showing up to church smelling like cow manure or actually getting clean and showing up to church. We got Pitbull, Enrique, and Ricky Martin coming to the XL Energy Center in February. You want free tickets? They're free in the Playhouse at 7.07 Wednesday morning. Set an alarm. Let's get you back into the podcast now. Good morning. It's the Playhouse with Kat and JJ. So, is there anyone in your life when you go to dinner that, number one, never knows what they want to eat? But then number two... They panic when the waiter or waitress comes to the table. They fumble with the men. You know, I'll, I'll give you an example. So throughout the years, I've coached a lot of kids in baseball and football. And one of my favorite players, we end up syncing up with his mom and dad at a lot of bars, restaurants, stuff like that throughout the years. And every single time, this guy <laughs> will sit down at the table. He'll talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. And the waiter or waitress will come to the table. Oh, 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 oh. Yes. And then he'll he'll fumble for the menu. And then he'll go, what, what, what is good? And the waiter or waitress will immediately, because I think they're well-trained, they'll, they'll go, this is great. I like this. And they'll even give a reason why. Mm-hmm. He'll go, nah, I think I'm just going to go with the, uh, the hamburger. And I'm like, yes, you do this every single time. Yeah. And I started thinking about this because the same thing happened uh, just last weekend. We were at like a, a meat raffle. And the waitress comes to the table. Anything you guys want? Oh, uh, what do you like? She says, and he goes, nah. Like, Rude. I was like, what are you doing, man? And I wondered, does that happen enough to wait staff where they're jaded to it? They don't care anymore. They've got calluses for it. Or does it actually upset you? I know at least 15 times that that happened with my friend will meet for lunch and he'll ask that question and nine times out of 10, he'll go for the boneless chicken wings. So I'm like, why waste your time? You said this was a man and he's eating boneless chicken wings? Yes. No, that's not. No. Yeah. I can't have that in Eric my life. only eats boneless. I eat boneless. Your husband won't eat? No. He eats boneless chicken wings? And he cuts the corn off the cob because he just doesn't like. And you're sure messy. he was the one that impregnated you? <laughs> it was quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made him do it quickly. Um, we had a commercial break. Uh, so I just, I thought I'd ping the waiters and waitresses out there right now. 
does that make you mad? I wouldn't be able to do this job because if I rolled up to that table, number one, if if you if I gave you like I came with your waters, yeah, and then all right, I'll come back in about five minutes if you guys want to decide what you want to eat, and I came back and you still weren't ready. There's a difference between the question of what's the special and what do you like. So give yeah. me the special. If the special's fish and I don't do fish, then but if you then ask I just me say for I don't, my I don't recommendation do and right. then you clearly go yeah yeah. I I have a lot of bugaboos about eating with people out. Out, out to eat, I I get very bothered. Like with my mother-in-law, I love her so much. She loves to visit. So she will be the one that adds another, give us three minutes. Give us give us five minutes, come back. I'm like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> Can we order? Please. That like, should be know. the first thing you do. You sit down. If the menus are yes. already there, look at the menu. What are you going to want? I know. You should be ready. That's my style. But I just had to ask, if you're a waiter or waitress, will you ping us real quick on whether or not this bothers you? This is the reason I wouldn't be able to do that job. Because somebody would go, hey, what do you like here? And I would go, oh, guys, the fettuccine Alfredo yeah. is to die for. And it comes with this mm. and this and this. I not love it. Pasta. It's my favorite. And then they go, mm, not really a fan. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, that would, I would literally end up spilling water all over people on purpose. What did you have... On your living room wall. Do you remember when Trisha was into the like iron-ons or whatever they are, like the oh, the sticking, yeah, the sticking phase. Kind of yeah, what are um at our old house? What was? Did you it? have a live laugh love? It wasn't live it was laugh like, love. It was something along those lines, though. It was uh, I can't I can't even remember, but it was so dopey, and I was like, <laughs> it, it, I was, it was like, big. I can't believe you're making me put this on my wall, and yeah. uh, and I just did it because I'm uh, compliant. Well, yeah, I'm a good husband. That's good. So my neighbor, uh, Lisa, she has kind of like a bum hip and her husband is out of town for the next like week and a half for work. And I saw her bringing bags out of her truck to inside the house. She had gone grocery shopping and I told Liam, I go, let's go help her. So we grabbed some bags and we're bringing it in the house. And I've never been like further than inside the front door. And it reminded me of your family. So right above the coats, it said I had to make a note. It said, it is what it is on the wall. And I'm like, that's a weird saying right when someone walks in the house. But then on the other side of the wall, it's bless this house. And then we go in and above the TV, it's good vibes only. All of these are on the wall. And they weren't because this guy named Chuck, Chuck and Sandy used to live there before. And I went in when they lived there. And they never had anything on the wall. This is how Lisa and her husband have made it their home. Yes. By just stenciling all over the walls. But the weirdest one was, so Liam was bringing in the last few bags. And I grabbed this huge thing of Charmin. And I said, where would you like this? She goes, just go put it in the bathroom and I'll put it underneath the sink. Carpe diem above the toilet. Isn't that seize the day? Seize the day. I told Derek, I go, they had the weirdest thing. So we have a sign above (laughs) our bathroom toilet on the middle level and it says it's all bleeps and giggles until someone giggles and bleeps and so like it has the actual sh yeah, word yeah, yeah. which makes sense you're in the bathroom but carpe diem above the toilet stenciled on the wall that was a very conscious thing Dang. to do i thought it was really weird you think they didn't know what it means I was like mm, yeah maybe they meant like i don't know have a good poop. Above <laughs> our uh, our half bath, my wife has got these little squares, and they're maybe like four inches by four inches. They're wooden squares, mm-hmm. and they have all these different sayings on them. And the one that she's got in our middle-level bathroom says, um, relax, get naked. Yeah. And then 
it all, and then it says, just kidding, this is my half bath, don't make it weird, right? Oh, like, it's supposed yeah. to be about, because the other ones are like, uh, you know. What a rich thing to say, this yeah. is just my half bath. It's just my half bath, don't make things weird, <laughs> like, right? My little brother, Michael, has above his toilet, drop it like it's hot. That's good. Was, yeah, that one makes sense. I was like. Carpe diem. Will huh? you do me a favor, Lisa? real quick, as you're hearing this? If you have any stencils in your home, seriously, there take, are a lot of listeners that do. Like, if I get snaps or whatever, watch people snap. People still have it. Will on you their take wall. a picture of it, real quick, and then just text it to us? We can take a picture text, right? Just text a picture of it, or if you've got a quick saying in your bathroom, maybe you've got one of these little signs. Yeah. Drop it like it's hot is my favorite. That's you know what good. one that still is like elegant but would make sense in a bathroom. The best is yet to come. Like, you could probably do that one. Fair enough. You know. Bingo! How fun! Last week, someone lost an eye at bingo. Bingo! Bingo what bingo? Bingo! Bingo! All right, phones go on hold right now. Don't call yet. But we're looking for the first person to get through who fits one of the following criteria, and then we get the bingo. So, Cat gets the bingo if you're first through and... And you have a celebrity story. So, this girl is going viral. She's a big Swifty. She was at a movie theater. You know how they still have the Eras Tour movie going. She was watching it. She went to the bathroom. In the bathroom was Mama Kelsey, Travis Kelsey's mom, that was there on a random Sunday watching the same movie... And then she ran into her outside. Went outside and she was trying to take a photo with Taylor's movie poster marquee. Uh-huh. I went up to her. I was like, oh, do you want me to take a photo of you? And she's like, yeah, actually, yeah. I need to send this to Travis. All right. That's amazing. So at some <laughs> point in the near future, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift will be receiving a photo of Travis Kelsey's mother. Um, and I took the photo. It was me. Prove it. <laughs> she did. She had the photos. I don't believe her. Okay. Anyway, you have a celebrity story that maybe most people don't believe. Okay, I get the bingo today if you've run out of gas this year. So my son Nolan is one month, uh, a little bit over a month into having his driver's license. Yeah. And uh, last night I was working in the garage and I just, uh, I saw some like garbage in his car, like a cup. Mm -hmm. And so I grabbed it and I looked and I'm like, oh, you're almost out of gas. He's like, no problem. I'll make it easy. I'm like, Nolan, I think you've got about. 10 miles left in this tank like it's not much and he's like i'll make it to school and back no problem it's just a suggestion so what's going to happen here this is what's going to happen though is he's going to go pick up his friend he's going to go to school they're going to be about halfway there and i'm going to get the call Mm -hmm. during our morning radio show dad i need you to come bring me some gas yeah and i'm not going to be able to (laughs) and it's going to be the middle of winter and they're going to have to hoof it and then that's going to be my fault via my wife because i didn't make sure that he had enough gas you're 16. You're responsible enough. If you can drive a car, you should be able to under, and the gas gauge works. There are zero excuses. Other, and he, It's not that he doesn't have the money because he uses our credit card for gas. You know, what my uncle used to do is keep a gas can with gas in the trunk. And all you did, I'm surprised he didn't pass out and crash because his whole cab of his car smelled like gas all the time, smelled like gas all the time. My mom refused to let us ride with him because it stunk so bad. So Sandy, who gets the bingo this morning, cat or myself? Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, me. Okay. All right. Tell me your celeb story. Okay. So one of the many times we were in Vegas, um, the group we were with, you know, they were still going hard. We were at the Palms. Yeah. I was just exhausted, walking, looking down at my phone, like half asleep. And all of a sudden I walk into this group of people and I look up and it's like a bunch of black suits. And the guy goes, 
oh, excuse me, would you like to do the dance? I don't know, it's like an accent, however he talks. And yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize anything. I walk up to my husband and he goes, do you even know who that was? And I'm like, no. He goes, that was Chris Angel. I said, well, I should have fallen Whoa, hey, to the watch ground. watch your Maybe mouth. You can't say that. You gotta watch I'm your sorry, mouth. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm Okay, so she said, oh, Maybe poop, I it's Chris Angel. Fallen. Yeah. That's crazy. Is yeah. he, did he wear enough eyeliner that it just didn't, uh, you didn't recognize him? Is that what the deal was? I didn't. I really, I I don't, I mean, I've watched him, but I, I don't know. No. You know, I, I'd I never, I would never want to go to one of those shows with JJ because he would just sit there and be so pessimistic and like, oh, that I saw a string. I saw a string or I saw a trap door. Like that would be so, I like he to wouldn't figure enjoy out, it. I like to figure out how they do that. But yeah. like, I would also make him make cat disappear. I think that would be great. Boom, please like, do. I, that would be so, like make her go to Afghanistan and just like, oh, that would wow. be great just to hang out I for a while. I thought it would be kind of cool, you know. Yeah. We could have maybe saw a free show or and he was just in person. You he know? was just kind of playing around out on the sidewalk, just hanging out. No, they were walking through the casino. Like, oh. he had all his security guards around him in black, and and I just walked right through his crowd. And Do you wonder why a guy that can make uh, an elephant disappear off the roof of a car needs security guards? He couldn't just make, uh, you know. <laughs> the Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.